0: When I try Deathwish coffee, it feels like Jesus Christ himself washing down my throat. But Kurt, this is a lot of coffee. You must have spent a ton of money on it. And not just American dollars, but Canadian money. Fuck, no I didn't. I used coupon code 3 Nerds and I got 10% off. You can too! In a world of lame nerdy podcasts, one, no three, and maybe sometimes more nerds, will rise to the challenge. We hold the studios accountable. We celebrate the amazing feats of cinema. We sometimes rage out. We are the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the One Angry Nerd Podcast. I'm the only one this week, and uh, as we head into the holidays, I guess that's uh, (laughs) the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Um, But yeah uh, there's various things going on, so, you know, yeah, I think people are busy with whatever else, and, uh, yeah, uh, that's okay, you know what, we can do this at our own pace, and, uh, I can get back to, back to bed relatively quickly, which is great, it's always nice when you can get back to bed at a decent time, uh, let's just, uh, well, let's, let's talk about a few things first, I did want to mention, that uh, I've been considering some changes for the podcast, and I think now's a good time to talk about them. Uh, I think going into the new year, uh, the movie club segments getting getting scrapped. Um, I know some people might be upset by this. I think the main reason for having it was always to sort of supplement the content when the movies were not quite freely coming out in the way that they were before, or, well, during COVID, like we weren't getting a whole lot of movies a lot of stuff was getting delayed and shelved and the stuff that was coming out was not necessarily always the most exciting stuff to be reviewing so that was kind of where the movie club came into play but now i mean COVID is kind of behind us now for the most part movie theaters are back to the full swing i mean avatar is coming out next week and we've got a few other big movies coming out and we've had big movies come out for a while. Uh, it's not like it's just a relatively new thing for us to be getting back into theaters. But I I guess with that, it sort of has made it where the movie club kind of demands a certain level of attention that it's just not necessarily able to get when we've got other priorities with reviewing movies and other stuff. So with that said, I think it's, it's time that we at least scrap it for now. I think, uh, you know, if we're, it were to ever get to the point where the, the movies start to stagger release again and we don't see them quite a, as often as we used to, we could bring it back. Um, but I think the, the goal was always to focus on reviewing content and reviewing movies and TV shows. So the fact that um, we're, we're doing that again in full swing, again, it kind of distracts. And even I have a hard time, to necessarily finding the time to watch the movie club. And I know a lot of the other people do, too. So... Uh, I think everything else is relatively staying the same. But, I just... I've just been thinking about it for a while. Whether I wanted to keep Movie Club or not. I think it's time that we we, we drop it, so... But, uh, onto the news. Because that's also a big thing while you're here. Uh, Marvel Studios may delay a number of 2023 and 2024 projects as they look to focus on quality over quantity. Uh, this comes from the Cosmic Circus. Uh, I... I I can imagine that this will be the case. I think also too, it would be good for them to reevaluate how some of these projects, uh, are formatted too. I've said this before, but like I don't know if certain uh Disney Plus series need to be a full blown series or if you could focus them to maybe being like a special presentation, like they've done with. Um, Uh, werewolf by night and also to the gardens of the galaxy christmas special where it's just a nice 50-ish minute long uh movie in and out uh tells a very concise story i I do think that maybe some of these special projects presentations could be a bit longer um you know i don't know maybe for me like i guess under an hour seems a little too short like i'd be even fine with some of these being like 90 minutes long or something like that but um yeah, they did say that one thing that is definitely coming is Wonder Man, which, sure, Wonder Man. I could see that. Um, but then, yeah, I, I think uh, we've seen a lot of Marvel content over the last two years or so. And it's not always been great. And, in fact, some of it feels rushed. Uh, I know I, particular, wasn't a big fan of Thor Love and Thunder and the Multiverse of Madness just because they felt like they were trying too hard to work, and yet they didn't have the polish or anything to really make them stand out. I mean, it's it felt like a rush job, basically. So, I think them taking the time to focus on quality says to me they're trying to get it back on track. So, that's good. Uh, Daredevil Born Again will reportedly remain TVMA even after Bob Iger's return as Disney CEO, which is good. Uh, I think we want Born Again to be a bit more of a grittier storyline. Uh, the Marvel Netflix shows are definitely on the grittier side of things, so let's let's keep it that way. Uh, DC this week just, oh boy. <laughs> they were not, oh, they, they, they had a week, let's just say that much. Uh, we did get our first look at Joker, Falle Adu, um, which uh, showed Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Arthur like in the confines of Arkham Asylum, getting a, a, a straight uh, straight razor shave, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 showing him. I guess it was very interesting that he had the the uh, shaving cream on his face. That kind of was a little reminiscent of his Joker look. So I don't know, maybe that was intentional or not. But I mean, I'm excited for this film. I, I do feel like the first film was so just aggressive and downer in a lot of ways and the, it can be can be good in a lot of ways but it can also be a little bit hard to hard to take in all the time so i i'm wondering what they're going to do with this one I, they did say it's going to be a bit more of a musical so part of me wonders how that's going to come across but maybe to maybe bring in like a young know, batman i mean They've been doing things with the Bruce Wayne character in that first movie that, I don't know, I, I could see them boom like a little little small Batman, and they're like a little teenage Batman or something. <clears throat> Alright, uh, there's a lot of things uh, that are not going that well at DC. Uh, Wonder Woman 3 is reportedly not moving forward. Uh, basically, they said that there is a, a chance that the character... Could continue, but the movie itself, at least, is not. Uh, and the Mudder or sorry, Men of Steel Two is also unlikely. Apparently, a pitch got turned down. Um, and then Jason Momoa possibly eyed for Lobo, although he will not be continuing on as Aquaman. Which, sure. I mean, uh, this basically is saying the DCU is is dead, uh, as as we know it. I mean. I guess I'm not too surprised, but uh, I know some people are going to be very upset by this. I do hope that they bring in some of the actors uh, and some of the characters again. That would be ideal if they can. Um, but yeah, uh, Henry Cavill did have Warner Brothers' approval to announce Superman's return uh, in the Black Adam movie, but uh, despite... His return, uh, there was a pitch for a Man of Steel 2, and Warner Brothers turned it down. So, uh, you know, showing that his his return in Black Adam wasn't fully an indicator that he was going to be having a movie again. And it seems like there was a lot of jumping up the, or pulling the trigger a little preemptively there on that. Um, yeah. Also, too, like, there's a purportedly the talks of a Justice League sequel with the Snyderverse actors. Again, that was that was before this whole shakeup, so that's probably not happening now. And then the thing with this Wonder Woman news was Patty Jenkins reportedly reportedly walked away from the third film. Um, so, and there's a rumor going around right now that, like, she sent an email to a Warner Brothers executive and, and linked to him the... The uh, Wikipedia page for a story arc, so showing that this Warner Brothers executive didn't quite understand what a story arc was. Um, although again, Gal Gadot could return as Diana Prince. Um, I, I think she's good as Wonder Woman. I don't think she necessarily will be the only actor to ever embody that character. So, you know, if they do come in and they say, "Well, let's let's change up Wonder Woman." I'm totally okay with that. If they brought her back, I'd be okay with that, too. Uh, We talked about the Man of Steel getting turned down. One of the brothers apparently turned down the seagull script from a Peaky Blinder scribe, Stephen Knight. So, who knows what that would have looked like. I'm kind of curious, because Stephen Knight has some interesting projects under his belt. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, it would have been interesting to see what what he had. Um... Yeah, he's a pretty good screenwriter, though. I mean, he's worked on quite a bit of stuff. Uh, he worked on the Tom Hardy film, Lock and Pretty Little Things. But he'll to that movie, Serenity, from 2019, that a lot of people did not like. So, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Um, so he's got a few hits and misses. So I'm guessing this probably was a little bit more in the miss column. But who's to say? Uh, there was apparently a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie that was in development prior to the DCU reset. This uh, was under the Walter Hamada regime. Um, I was curious because, yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths is a big story and would have been interesting to see at the same time, too. I don't know if I necessarily have faith that a big story like that could have been pulled off, but, yeah. Uh, and then the Flash. Uh, Warner Brothers has shot a number of cameos with Justice League actors, uh, including uh, Superman too. But they may or may not be used, so they have footage. But whether it sees its uh, sees that footage in in theaters or not, that's that's the question. I I do feel like unfortunately, if they're scrapping all these Justice League sequel plans and Man of Steel two gets. You know, nipped in the butt. I kind of feel like what's the point of putting in those cameos now if you aren't setting something up? But maybe they could do it as like a fun little like nod to those actors and characters before they, you know, in some unceremoniously way, um, you know, get rid of them. So I don't know. I, I think it would be, it depends on how they handle it, but. You know if, if you were to like be like oh yes let's see more of superman in man of steel 2 and then that's not happening that would kind of suck but if it was like oh let's let's see um henry cavill as superman one last time sure why not uh and then also too uh, it just keeps on piling up apparently there's not going to be a black adam sequel or any of the spin-offs so that's that's tragic. Especially because they seem so sure of that, but the movie did lose quite a bit of money, so there's that as well. Um, And then finally, the Dark Tower Prime video uh, series is in the works from Dr. Sleep director uh, Mike Flanagan. He moved over from Netflix to Amazon Prime, which a lot of people were upset about because he's, he's done a lot of great work in the Netflix space. But uh, yeah, he's trying to do a very ambitious adaptation of The Dark Tower, which uh, I wish him luck. It's not the easiest thing to adapt. We've seen that with the movie that came out. Um, I think the TV series or video, Prime Video Series, is probably the best way to handle it just because of all the content. But we'll see how that goes. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and uh, review one one series this week. Hey, everybody! It's Curtis from the podcast, and you know that we're brought to you by Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's got amazing content such as The Boys, The Expanse, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Goliath, and so much more. Don't have to take our word for it. Go try out a thirty day trial of the service. See if you like it. If you want to stick around. They've got low introductory rates for new users who sign up, and you're going to get a ton of other Amazon Prime benefits, so sign up today and check it out. Thank you for your time. All right, we're back. Uh, The only thing for review this week is Dragon Age Absolution. Unfortunately, there's some other stuff I've seen, but I can't quite talk about it because it's under embargo. Um, But yeah, Dragon Age Absolution is, I think, out now. Uh, and it's a great, fun, little Netflix series. Uh, it definitely seems to have come from the same team that worked on... Um, there was that um, Critical Role uh, Amazon Prime series. It seems like it comes from the same team. The animation style and the dialogue and everything seemed very similar. To the point where I was like, I think this is a little too on the nose. And as someone who's played the Dragon Age games, I did feel like maybe the plot uh, of all this and all the characters kind of felt a little diluted. It felt a little less Dragon age and it felt a little more like generic, critical role characters and storylines. Um, it, it was good. I still had a fun time, but it just felt like it was lacking that identity of Dragon Age, and it felt like it could have been a bit more, I guess, in line with the games and stuff. I I mean, I get it, it's an adaptation, you're trying different things, and you're trying things that are going to be in line with your sensibilities and styles, but it just felt like Dragon Age Absolution just felt a little too off from Dragon Age for me. Um, It tells a story of a big heist, and uh, it tells that story relatively well. There's a lot of interesting characters, and again, the visuals of the animation style are great. It just it, it felt like at points it was missing some of the more grander moral decisions and social dynamics of the Dragon Age series. Because it was more focused on this, this grand heist. So, I, I think it's still fun to watch, and I think it's... Um, uh, I'm trying to look up the name of the other series that... Uh, it was like Fox Machina or something like that yeah The Legend of Fox Machina if you liked that on Amazon Prime uh you will probably like this too um but yeah I think I think I would have liked to see a bit more done with it so let's see what they maybe do um with a uh with a with another season of this But it does get me kind of thinking, like, maybe they should do something, like, with Mass Effect or something like that, like, some other uh, BioWare series, so. Okay. Uh, Well, that is the only review for this week. Uh, Let's jump into our movie club this week, which is The Day of the Beast, Bakunacek. Okay, we're back. Uh, yes, despite movie club ending at the end of this year, we still have one more. Well, we might do another one next week. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we got one more episode left of the year, so. Um, yeah, The Day of the Beast. It's a fun little horror comedy Christmas movie set in Madrid as uh, a metalhead a priest and a uh, tv host psychic try to prevent the birth of the antichrist i have some thoughts on this on the upcoming Trouble episode but i thought i would talk about it here as well just because i find it such a fun movie with predominant themes that kind of just make it entertaining even beyond just the horror movie crowd um yeah it stalls a little bit in the second act which i thought was a little you eh, but uh the third act was was great. The first act is fun, too, with the priest kind of doing a lot of things just to commit sins so we can kind of bring out the devil to find out where the Antichrist is going to be born. Um, and then, yeah, when you get to the third act, it just gets wild and crazy, and there's walking goat demon creatures walking around. So I, I have a lot of fun with this movie. Um, yeah, I, I give it like probably like a 7 out of 10. I think it does drag quite a bit in the second act, but... You know, especially there's a scene where they have to, like, try to fight a virgin. It just goes on a little too long. But it's still a fun time. Definitely would recommend checking it out. Okay. Well, it's a very short episode. I think this is going to be under 25 minutes. But you know what? Uh, It's all good. Uh, We'll see you all next week. We're going to be reviewing Babylon, which I'm very excited to talk about. And uh, we'll have a few other things to talk about along the way. Until next time, everybody. Bye for now.